I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What did you just call me? Stupid bitch. Fuck you. You hold your tea glass like it's the Statue of Liberty holding her flame. Okay, like, it's really like hot. More okay. than that. Are you even Persian? Like, are you even Persian? Do you have, any, have? If you guys listen, look back and listen to how many times I've corrected your pronunciations, it's actually sad. Okay, what? <laughs> you're so rude. <laughs> what? Just because I, I can't pronounce like Tarof correctly or like no. Dudutala. Oh, God. Stop. So stuffy. Stop. Oh, boy, <laughs> All right. If you haven't figured it out already, it is episode five of Frozen Girl Podcast. And this is, again, a very exciting episode because we have another guest coming to join us today. We have our second guest tonight. She's calling from Los Angeles, California. And how old are you? And I'm in the 24 to 30 range. Nice, nice. <laughs> so we actually know each other, which is really funny. We do know each other. You would message me saying, hey, is this you? And I said, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's me. Which I think is really nice. I mean, we're, me and my co-host, we're not putting our names on the podcast. Not because we're hiding anything, but it's just our identities shouldn't be the focal point. The main yeah. point of this is just to give a platform for other people to talk to us, but also for us to shine light on issues that we find important through the lens of our own lives. I just feel like I think our listeners need to understand that the whole idea of this podcast was it was supposed to be a platform where we're just like a basic figure that many girls can relate to. So like if girls are listening and like they can distinctly recognize my voice like awesome like reach out to me like tell me what you think I want to hear your feedback I think it's so cool that people I know might be listening to this yeah I want to hear feedback on it yeah but like the only reason why like listen like right now it's only episode five and we have like a few hundred like listeners I don't need everyone going to my personal Instagram or Facebook page and like trying to, like, figure things out about... Like, oh, who did she talk about in that last episode? It's, like, a violation of privacy. Just for people... I think it's enough just that another girl who is similar to us, who doesn't have friends that she could talk to, that can just go home and listen to this and say, oh, I can relate to that, I think that's enough. And I don't know what giving you my name would change. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys creating that open dialogue is really important, you know, because a lot of the times we're told to be a little bit more reserved, a little bit more quiet, and not to be as outspoken. So if there's any place where, you know, you're seeing people do that, it just creates, like I said, an open dialogue and, you know, quote-unquote safe space. But it's just an ability to to talk about things that need to be spoken about. And doing it on a a scale like the way you guys are doing it is, is important and I think it's necessary and I think it's healthy. Thank you. Well, we're really glad you reached out. <laughs> Me too. I was curious, have you ever used Rodney Rabani question of the day? Or I guess maybe tell people what that is. Yeah, not everyone's going to know what that is. It's more an LA thing. I only know it because my cousins from LA showed it to me. Yeah, so it's like this really awesome forum where this um, MFT marriage family therapist, he created 
this Facebook page and people anonymously go in and um, they say like what's on their mind and they ask questions and like he even has a face, he has an Instagram too where he like makes polls and people like say like what is the one thing you look for in a partner or like what's one thing that your ex was missing or like stuff like that and also the anonymous questions deal with things like people dealing with infidelities and people dealing with like yeah you know, some some question was like uh I really love this girl she's perfect for me but I need her to get a nose job you know oh my god really <laughs> so like that's like real subject matter and I mean I'm assuming these these aren't made up and I'm ho- I mean I'm sure they're not made up I believe that some of them like sound so crazy I feel like I know I have read some of them and some of them sound so crazy and I feel like you guys know the YouTube video like Ashley this is David oh, no wait I, I did like the best David. hi Ashley this is David <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, I think you're so good at it it has me a little bit worried I don't know why anyway. you don't call me back <laughs> oh my god you suck at motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> your mother is a prostitute <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know <laughs> what do you think is like the modern day version of that of, of the Ashley Dixon David yeah like what do you think is the modern equivalent what would they do now I, I don't know honestly that's a really funny question no I, don't one think, does voice I don't think anything will top that to be honest it was just a wonderful that was one of the funniest things ever when it came out I feel I like um, DMs are the new like I feel like I've had David-like characters come into my DMs. Oh, for sure. I, I have, oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have examples. So I feel can like we, DMs can are we the talk new about voice this? now. Can, we, can you share us some horror stories of like oh, terrible DMs gosh. you've you gotten from really Persian guys? Yeah. Oh my yes. This is just a hinge conversation, okay? Ah! Oh my god. Okay. So I was on hinge for like a, a cool minute and um, this guy and I like, I like set my preferences to like 30 to like 37 but I'm like whatever let's let's dive a little bit in the younger pool just just for for shits and giggles and yeah I set my thing to 24 because I was 24 at the time and then mm. I was like this guy talks to me and then he goes wow like seven oh my god like 17 w's which means you're very pretty I'm dead. and then he pretends to have a full-blown conversation in Farsi <laughs> on the app. Like, 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 she's like, how old are your parents? What do they do? And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, uh, this guy has access to my information. Like, he knows what my name is. Like, this is very uncomfortable. Like, why is he asking what my parents do, like, via an app? Like, that's like, like, that's not even like a subject matter. You know, that's like what you talk about on like a first date. So that was pretty horrific. And very uncomfortable. Yeah, why but do they was, ask about the parents? They gotta know what your mommy and daddy do. They gotta know It's such a Persian at. mentality. Like, what's your last name? Who's your cousin? Yeah. Maybe I know your cousin. No, one of my guy do? friends last night, actually, he was telling me, like, if he ever goes on a date with a Persian girl, sometimes he'll text his Persian friends, like, like his Persian friends where a girl's like, oh, do you know this girl? And then he says usually the response is like, Oh yeah, like her family, they're multi-millionaires, like really good girl, and and he would say back like, why is that the thing that you thought is the most important thing why to tell me? Yeah, <laughs> like, like why, is, why that? is that a good like why is that the trait? Like I was asking eating? about her. <laughs> Not, like how is like how is she? How does she treat the weight staff? Like is she nice? Yeah, like, serious. We talked about that in our previous episode, especially because I've worked at a restaurant before like I didn't I wasn't a waitress because the restaurant was so small I just worked behind the counter taking the orders and like because like I've been in that position like I would want to be with someone who treats someone in that position nicely um but in regards to like what's the new David like what's the new leaving weird voicemails I think one level creepier than DMs is I have people I'm not friends with on Facebook messaging me on Facebook Messenger. And, like, some of them message me in a Persian accent. It's, like, really funny. Like, this Wait, one guy, like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'll read it without a Persian accent because I can't even do one that well. And then you'll, you'll understand what I mean by he wrote it in a Persian accent. Hello, dear. 
How are you? I am looking for someone on the site who make a serious relationship. I saw your profile today, and if you are interested, me and going to make this connection, I like to meet you online and chat with you. I didn't even know people still get messages like that. That's very creepy. I don't like that. It's well, like that at all. It's creepy, but it's kind of funny. I it's, don't know. It's funny because obviously, like, number one, majority of them are on the other side of the world. There's no, like, really threat to it. But, like, it's just kind of sad, in my opinion, like, that they're searching for companionship in such an empty place. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, well, I guess when I was asking you guys, I meant more... Like, people you know what happens. Well, I have a hinge message. I would just like to hear from our listeners in regards to this. Because this guy, um, you know, anyone, any of our listeners who use hinge know that someone can send you a message and then you can agree to match with them. So this guy sent me a message. I took a screenshot and sent it to a group chat I'm in. And four of the other girls in the group chat got the same message from him. I'm not going to say his first name. No Um, And then three other girls that aren't in the group chat but that are friends with my friends in the group chat also got the same message. So, so far I know, like, maybe, like, seven or eight girls who got the uh, same message. I'll read it. And if any of our listeners have gotten the same message, I would love to hear from you in our DMs. Um, He wrote, I'd like to file a complaint with Apple because iTunes doesn't have you listed as the hottest single. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. I laughed so hard and then sending it to my friends and getting those responses that they all got the same thing just cracked me up. So Yeah, let us know anyone if you got yeah, that well, message. But don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, he is covering all bases because who wouldn't respond to that? I think that pickup line is gold, honestly. <laughs> if a guy hit me with that, I'd be like, Wow. What are you doing right now? W-Y-D question mark. Oh, my God. That's funny. You mentioned that you set the age on Hinge. I don't know if you still use Hinge, but you had set the age for, like, 30 to 30-something. What makes you decide what, like, what's your sweet spot for age? Everyone has a different number. So, I typically, so I typically don't give anyone under the age of 30 the time of day. Why? Um, why? Because I'm just not attracted to them, you know? I just I just prefer older... I've just always preferred older men. Like, when I was 19, I was dating a 31-year-old. Like, I when I was 21, I was dating someone who was 13. When I was 22, I was dating someone that was 13 years older than me. It's just, it's just something that I've always done, and I just feel like I have a lot, like, more intense connection with people that are older that doesn't but one thing that people don't realize is that older doesn't necessarily mean more mature oh yeah 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 i've learned that the hard way Older does not mean older does not mean like they have their shit together it just means it's just i just personally am more attracted to people that are on a that are older than me and you know if they have i love salt and pepper hair like oh my god uh you're such a george clooney girl Oh, you have no idea. I actually think George Clooney's ugly, but that's beside the point. No, I don't think he's attractive either. You guys are insane. Yeah, I don't think George Clooney's good looking at all. I think, um, who's a hot older man that I think is sexy? I don't know. Does Anderson Cooper count? Oh my god, stop! You are out of control. What? (laughs) Anderson Cooper? Anderson Cooper is the, is my, in my opinion, is one of the most Beautiful. You're killing me. Oh my god. I'm sorry, he's so he has that he has those stone blue eyes and that white he's a silver fox, baby. I like silver foxes. Oh my god. Like, oh, my I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. <laughs> my I think he kinda looks like a little dinosaur. <laughs> Is he not? Where have I read before someone compared him to like a T Rex or something? Like he looks like a little okay. dinosaur. And super gay. He wouldn't even look at me. It's fine. I lied. Okay, Anderson Cooper and Jason Momoa are probably the ones, the two I have crushes on. I like them weird. The weird, the weird looking ones. Of course. I'm not surprised. You're kind of, you're a little bit of a freak. I'm a little bit of, I'm a lot of it. I think we're all freaks here though, so it's fine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
for sure. I, I just think the idea of, of a Jason Momoa type just picking me up and throwing me against the wall and shattering a rib. <laughs> oh my god. That reminds me of um, somebody wrote some type of like post about Twilight. And they were like, does anyone realize um, Bella was, what, that was her name, right? Yeah. The girl? She's like, yeah. before she became a vampire, she was willing to die for the dick. Because, like, yeah, he could have potentially that. killed her while fucking her because he's a vampire and so strong. And they're like, does anyone realize what a boss she was? She's just willing to die for the dick. Like, she didn't give two shits. Very irresponsible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would. Oh, okay, well, what about this whole Jordan scandal? She gave up, like, having a life of mooching off her friend and not having to work at all. What are you And she gave about? that all up for Dick. What are you talking about? Oh, you don't know this whole thing? Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about, the Kardashians. Yeah. Okay, I'm, we're not wasting time on this, sorry. <laughs> okay, um, well, that's, actually, that brings up a topic that I wanted to talk about. And what's that? Mm-hmm. Like friendships, Persian girl friendships. Oh yeah, in the community, I would love to talk about. So me and my co-host, we're not really part of a Persian friend group. Are you? Are you part of one? And what are your thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> I have a I have a core group of girls. Um, that I want to say it's about ten of us. Oh wow! Every girl in that group serves a purpose. You know, like. You have I mean, your girl that, like, you go, you have your girls that you go to the mall with, you have your girls you go to, like, get your nails done with, you have your girls that you tell, like, all your intimacy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every person in my group friends for me, like, serves, like, they have their place in my, like, in my friend group, you know? Yeah, 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 I've definitely observed that from other yeah, each one has, like, I, each one of them, like, has their own place in my heart, like, yeah. in, my, in my group, yeah. Um, do you feel like there's someone in that group that you can talk to honestly and openly? I'm really lucky in that I have one that, like, she's, like, my, she's my, like, non-sexual life partner. That's what I call her. Like, she's, like, she's, like, the girl that I talk to. Like, she knows everything in and out, like, regardless, like, zero judgment. Like, she's the one person that, like, I confide in. That's so sweet. I'm really lucky that. that I have that one person that I can, like, fully 100% tell everything to. That's really good. Yeah, I think it's really healthy to have, like, one. So for some people, it's their friend. For some people, like, it's their mom. For some people, I'm lucky that, like, mine is my friend, you know? No, it's good. 100%. I think I've noticed um, with some girls that I know that don't have that, they put a lot of strain on their relationships because they try to make their rela- their boyfriend into that, like, friend psychologist that's missing in their life mm-hmm. that can listen to all their problems. And, like, it's good when a girl has that outside of her relationship because it puts less strain yeah. on the relationship. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's really... I learned that at a later age myself, but I realized that every relationship, you get something out of it. You can't expect one person to give you everything you everything, want. Like, you yeah. get different things out of everyone. For sure. I think it's, like... But yeah, no, a lot of Persian girls, I feel like they're obsessive and because they don't have that outlet, they yeah. act very, very strange, like very passive aggressive. Like they'll attack their friends. Not that like they don't mean it and they're like, they don't, it doesn't come from a bad place, but you could just, it's kind of like how someone who's tortured acts, I think. And like they lash out at their boyfriend or like one of their friends in the friend group and like those I do you know I I don't know if you guys have noticed that Yeah, I mean I I've, I've noticed that but like to talk of, again about like how they take it on their boyfriend. One thing I hate is when people say I want my my um my significant other to be my best friend. It's like no, I want my oh, significant no. other to be my damn significant other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I the last thing I want to do is is throw the the stuff like your friend is your is your you know your confidant like the last thing I want to do is put the stress and like all of my like thoughts and anxieties that I share with my friends yeah. on my significant other like you're there to be like yeah be my rock whatever that's fine but like I hate when people say I want my partner to be my best friend yeah. I think that's so that's so dumb like no your best friend can be your best friend and your <laughs> your significant other can be your significant other you know yeah especially early in relationships I feel like I made this mistake where I was just really young and vulnerable and it felt like at the time I just wanted to tell 
my boyfriend at the time, like what, like this fight I just had with my parents or something like that. And like, now I look, I would never do that now. Like, why would I do that? Why would I, do you know what I mean? Because not only does that kind of change the chemistry and the relationship, it also like, if he's a shitty guy, it'll allow him and enable him to like, not even respect you, not respect your family. And I mean, personally, like, I've never been in a relationship, but my best friend, when when we were younger, like high school, college years, um, I used to yell at her because she would tell me like, oh, like I told my boyfriend something that happened to me today with my family and he didn't really seem to care and he like wasn't supportive and didn't have good advice for me. And I was like, bro, I'm your best friend. This is what I'm here for. Yeah. Stop trying to make him into something that he's not going to be. Men don't. A lot of the time, don't have that emotional capacity that I have. I'm here for you. Come to me. Tell me those things. Let him just be your boyfriend. That's like, I'm here to fulfill that part of your life. Don't put that on him. And, like, I honestly think now that she's older, it's made her relationship better. Now that she just realizes that, like, he doesn't need to fulfill every part of her life. Like, he doesn't need to be everything to her. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it is, like, to, to low-key compartmentalize and stuff. A hundred percent. I don't yeah. understand couples who are with each other, like, 24-7. Oh, don't even get I me started. That. that triggers me because of, you know, like, one of my friends recently, she was the most outgoing girl. And she started dating a guy that has no friends of his own. And within the relationship, he created this rule that if she's to make plans that he's not meant to be a part of she has to let him know a week in advance because if <laughs> he's not crazy. hanging out with her he's basically home alone doing nothing um wow. so textbook manipulation well they're married now but oh. um okay. yeah people yeah. in new york are crazy but basically <laughs> i mean this isn't a persian girl it has nothing to do with like young persian girls getting married it's just a whole different situation on its own But basically, I told her, I'm like, okay, fine, I'm making plans with you. It's a girls' night. Like, five of us are going out. I'm telling you three weeks in advance. The night of the plans, she calls me. She's like, is it okay if he comes? And I'm like, well, no. She's like, but he's already in the car with me. I, I can't tell him to go home. I'm like, I can't believe you're doing this. Like, I... I just don't understand how, as such an outgoing girl, because she's so outgoing, how she ended up with him. Because let's say whenever she's at a party and she's talking to someone, he follows her around the room, kind of like a shadow. That's very common, I think, in a lot of, a lot of, like, there are some beautiful but rare relationships where the, both people in the relationship are very similar, like, they're both outgoing, but, like, sometimes it works, but a lot of the times I notice it's, like, either the girl is a dominant one and like she's leading yeah. or the, and then the guy is like beneath her or then it's like the guy who's like really controlling not in a bad way but like you know he well yeah a lot of the times he, like very outgoing guys will go for insecure girls because they need to shine brighter and they can't have someone competing with them yeah i do see that I was, happen i was talking about this with my mom today actually how like there's power play dynamics in every relationship there's the aggressor and there's the there's, like, the dom and the sub, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. A person who's, like, like you said, this outgoing, charismatic person that wants to be someone who's more quiet, shy, and reserved. And, like, there's one person who literally wears the pants and some people that, like, just they don't care. Like, type A and type B. I think all these relationships are power dynamics. And I've noticed that a lot of Persian girls, the ones that, like, get married first or whatever are are the more aggressive ones. Yeah. And the guys are a lot more, you know, sheepish and a little bit more reserved and quiet while the girls are, like, aggressive and, like, putting their foot down and, like, hey, <laughs> what we're going to do, you know? Yeah, poor. What, but, uh, you know, a lot of people say, like, guys need that push. And I think my issue is my ego is too high and I won't ever push a guy to do anything because I'm, like, if I need to make him... Like, he should want to be with me because I'm great. And, like, if he doesn't want to on his own, I'm not going to push anyone to. And a lot of my friends yell at me because they're, like, just give a little nudge. Like, guys need a nudge sometimes. And I think sometimes – I think it's out of immaturity. I still think I have a lot of growing up to do personally. Even though, like, I say I'm at the point in my life where I might want a relationship, I don't even know if I'm necessarily ready for one. I think I have a lot of growing up to do and – 
I think sometimes my ego is too high. I'm not willing to give guys that nudge. I mean, I'm not the type of girl who's going to nudge a guy into getting married like some of these other girls do. Yeah, But, like, even nudge a guy just to text me, to make a plan, to meet up. Like, I'll I'll tell my friends, like, no, if he wants to see me, he should make the plan with me. And they're like, just message him. Make make the plan. Like, give the nudge. Like, be the, like, dominant one. And I don't know. My ego gets in the way sometimes. I think it's a very immature thing I do. I think I can learn from those girls who nudge. No, I don't know. What what do you do? Me? What do I do? Yeah. I well I kind of like tailor my my um my nuances to the person I'm with. Like if they're very reserved, like I'll you know, I'll kind of be a little bit more like charismatic and I'll say, Okay, we're doing this on Saturday, whatever. Like if I have to make the plan I will. But, like, sometimes if the guy's more aggressive, I'm just like, okay, take the reins. Yeah, 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 I feel you. Like, someone, like, since I've been dating, since I've been, like, 19, like, I've kind of learned, like, how to be a little, I've kind of learned how to turn it on and off depending on who I'm with. Yeah. And I think, yeah, but, like, when I'm at, like, my constant, like, I, I appreciate the gender roles. Like, the guy can be the guy. Like, you can be the guy. You can make the plan. You can set the date. You can open the door for me. That's yeah, fine. no, I mean, do you have... By all means, do so. But, like, I don't mind. I don't mind, like, if I have to message you first. Or if, like, I have to... If I have to send you the good morning text, you know, that's fine. Do you think that you are more attracted to the dominant guy or the submissive guy? It's funny. I, in this juncture in my life, I really want someone who's more dominant because because I I think being with someone more dominant allows me to be a, a better version of myself. You know, someone that handles the the day to day, the operations of it mm-hmm. all, and then I can just like not be on autopilot, but like I can kind of you know allow. I, I feel more comfortable whenever a guy is. No, I, I understand. Sometimes I'm yeah. like, I'm such a beast in my everyday life. Yeah. I feel like I'm this dominatrix every day. And it would be nice yeah. for a guy to just like take over in that other department. Not, I'm not even saying anything sexual. I just mean like in the, rel- in the I don't know. Department. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm kind of like a leader with my friendships a little besides with you, your wild card. Oh my God. But Why, I feel you. like I'm, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm always a leader and it would be nice to just like, pass the torch to someone else you know what i realized i'm friends with a lot of girls that are leaders and what i realize is what they tell me about guys is guys get intimidated and then they get turned off yeah i think guys if guys just understood that when you meet a girl who's a leader she just wants you to one-up her don't be yeah just one-up her and and you'll earn her respect but yeah, it's when you show her you're intimidated. It's kind of like a dog. When you show a dog you're scared, the, dar- the dog will just bark at you like crazy because it knows that it's in control and you're not. But when you bark back at the dog and show them who's boss, the dog respects you so much. Like, I don't wanna, <laughs> I'm not trying to compare girls to dogs right now, but, like, you understand what I mean? Like, it really is about just showing dominance to another dominant person. You earn their respect. But when you exactly. show intimidation, you the person loses interest right away and it's just like, there's nothing interesting here. That's yeah, so I've been funny. intimidated a lot of guys in my day because I've kind of been a, I've been a little bit more dominant and I've intimidated the shit out of them. I yeah, I, like, I was going to say. I think, I think guys can learn me. a lot from just listening to our game, podcast. Dude. Just play the game, come on. Yeah, yeah. PSA. <laughs> like, I, play, play the game. I feel like... I, I wish I could see who's listening to the podcast because I want to know if it's mostly girls or mostly guys because, yeah, girls can relate, but I think guys can learn so much. Like, it's almost like a rule book we're setting down here in a sense. Well, I feel like guys can attention learn a lot. Like to a lot any of guys secrets. who are listening to this. Send it to your friends. Help them learn secrets. Of no, well, also, we want, to, we want to interview a guy next. I oh, think it yes. would be really cool. That would be so exciting. I want to hear more guy perspective. Do by the way, do you date Persian guys? Like, what? What's? Oh, are these silver uh, hair foxes Persians? Yeah. <laughs> In my life, I've I've dated the white and um, the, the Persian. So I've kind of 
explored both areas. Yeah. But now I really am a big fan of Persian guys because I don't know, there's just something about like being able to like laugh about like inside jokes and like like when you're out to dinner and be like like cultural compatibility basically yeah thank you oh perfect yeah i yes. think cultural compatibility is so important for me but also because i'm a little bit you know on the outskirts and i like to do like weird shit yeah <laughs> and i like to do fun weird shit i feel like it's- donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas they added bacon to their bacon canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza use promo code two donato's every piece is important hard for me to find a persian guy that can um keep up with me and like be interested in the things that i'm interested in yeah so that's one thing that i've struggled with dating persian guys but yeah because you like you're yeah. really smart. You listen to good music. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I don't. I we have. I mean, I haven't seen you in years, but like, I feel. I don't know what other cool things you do, but yeah, I just. I. I, I feel like me and you would like hang out, like if you were in LA. I know. Okay, next time like, I'm coming to LA, we're hanging out. <laughs> and, like, arch- yeah, come back. I'll hang out with you. We can like go to like an art show, or, like we do like, a concert, and do fun stuff. Yeah, we're not typical Persian. Oh girls. my god. <laughs> I think there's beauty in being a little basic, honestly. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit of a basic Persian girl. I think I think that's okay. But, like, do something different, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You it doesn't have to be like, your whole identity. It could be a part of your identity. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to have yeah, it like, as part of your identity. It doesn't have to be everything. Um, but going back to cultural compatibility, I think my mom fucked me over by raising me so Israeli because like now I honestly only want someone I'm culturally compatible with which is mostly a very Israeli American guy as opposed to a Persian American guy and no matter how like all the weird nuances of a Persian man like it's just so much worse with an Israeli guy Israeli guys are just so difficult like I'm my mom I think is legitimately worried I'm gonna be like single until yeah 55. you were telling me that Israeli guys are cheap is this a th- is this true no it's not I wasn't saying they were cheap Wait, I was saying is it, well what do you think do you think they're ch- I don't um I've never um like I've never dated an Israeli guy before I think I've gone out with one or two and like I was like Nah, it ain't feel it ain't it don't feel right. <laughs> Same. I think with Israeli guys, the thing is, Israelis in general, the culture hates the whole Persian Tarof culture that like yeah. we have. Because like even yeah. with my uncle, when I legitimately last time I went to Israel, the second I walked into my uncle's house, when I got to his house from the airport, he said, "Listen, my house is your house." No Persian tarof bullshit. You need a towel? Go grab a towel. You want to eat something? Open the fridge. My fridge is your fridge. Whatever's food is in there is your food. If there's any leftovers from dinner, warm it up. Eat it, whatever you want. I make dinner every night. Dinner's for everybody. But, like, whatever you need, just take it yourself. And I feel like I love that because it makes me more comfortable in somebody's home. But with Persians, when I go to, like, my aunt's house, I'm not just going to go grab a towel by myself. I'm not just going to take any towel. I'm not going to open her fridge. It's a very different mentality, and I feel like the same goes for dating Persian guy versus Israeli guy. With an Israeli guy, like, if you offer to pay for something, they'll be like, okay, because you offered. With a Persian guy, they know you're offering as tarot, <laughs> and they know, they know that your their reaction is supposed to be, no, 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 I got this, like, put your wallet away, whatever, that whole bullshit. Okay, wait, I have something, a, a good question. What? Let's see. Yeah. First date, you're just going for drinks. Do you guys try to pay? I always offer because I've heard from other guys say, of course I'm going to pay for the girl, but it's just nice to have her offer. What do you, and yeah. then you? What I've, do you do? I've heard so many guys say that, that I know it's what I'm supposed to do. I always offer as well, but the, this, is the next, this is the next part of the question yeah. I wanted to ask. What do you think about when they let you pay? Um, which, which day? What? Wait, wait, what? What did you say? Oh, I'm like on the phone, silent. Oh, like crickets, crickets. Um, depends which number date it is. Are we talking about first date? Yeah. 
first date, I'm turned off by it because I know that guys have certain expectations of girls and if you have a certain expectation we're also allowed to have certain expectations so yes first date you're expecting me to offer to pay first date i'm expecting you to actually say no and pay okay perfectly put same same i i don't think i've ever gone out with a guy who has made me actually i went out with one guy he was actually a bukharian oh my god why would you do that I want to kill you. Okay. I did it. This is my. I was like, oh my god, what's a Bukharian? I'm like, I oh. repeat it. Okay, first of all, I met him on J Swipe, and then he's like, I'm a Bukharian. Did you know that is? And I'm like, of course I'm I know what it is. And I went, took my ass to Wikipedia because I never. <laughs> <laughs> go if you go to Urban Dictionary, you'll learn what a Bukharian is. My God. Oh, okay. I Urban Dictionary. I'm fully aware of of the one thing clear from my point of view when i say like i still expect him to pay like listen at the end of the day a girl is a girl and a guy is a guy we're different genders we're never gonna be like just because i i believe in equality like pay wise like i i at the end of the day we're not the same equal is not the same as like being the same you understand what i mean the day that a guy we should be treated equally carry, but that doesn't mean we're the same yeah. yeah the day that a guy can carry a child for me so i don't have to fuck up my body giving birth to your fat ass children <laughs> is the day that i'll pay for the drinks on the first date but until that happens if i still have to go through all this torture like in my life to be part of like a certain level of like community and like having a family like you can do some shit for me yeah but also just like over time i hate to say this and it's definitely not meant to be taken as anti-feminist but like women are objects of beauty like you look at different art forms and women are muses and women are always regarded as objects of beauty and i'm not saying like oh blonde hair blue eye that's what i think is beauty it's like no beauty comes in many different forms obviously there's like objective beauty but there's also subjective and i think most guys, unfortunately, they're not like this in New York, but most guys under should understand this or do understand that, like, you should not be flattered, but, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, not that I'm doing you a favor. Okay, now I oh sound like God. I sound now like you a crazy sound, You sound like, kiss my feet for giving you the time of day. No, but like, it's, like, we, we fulfilled di- – like, we're doing different things. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, I'm here to do – can someone finish this for me? I don't know where I'm going. Oh, you're it? having a hard time I here. Think it's what okay. What you're trying to say is, like, we're women, we're objects, objects of beauty. Like, be honored that you're having the privilege of spending time with me. But on the flip side, guys probably think this bitch should be honored to be spending time with us. You know, that's like, how they are. I mean, that's how so many Persian guys are. Or, like, oh, at least yeah. the ones, oh especially well, the ones in New York. That's what their moms teach them. They teach them that they're fucking God's gift to this earth. Ooh, 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 and any girl that goes out with them, like, automatically isn't good enough. My mom always used to say, for a Persian mother-in-law, not even her own daughter would be good enough for her son. <laughs> and it's true. Is that not so true? Fun. Is that false? It's not false. It's that's 100% so true. Fun. And, yeah, I heard of a lot of Happiness are like what? That's such a foreign concept to them. Like chimigi, happiness cheer. Oh my god! 
Um, but no, like my mom legitimately tells me that she learned from her friends' mistakes because she has friends that cry to her today that like they they encourage their child to get divorced and then their child never got remarried and their child still lives in their basement and that they're so upset that they did this to their child. And because of that, my mom always told me, she's like, listen, I just hope that you will choose someone Jewish because that's the type of family that you want to raise. And other than that, whatever he is, Ethiopian Jew, Egyptian Jew, Ashkenazi, Persian, whatever, Israeli, Moroccan, whatever it is, even Bukharin, she said, if if he makes you happy, that's all that matters to me. I just hope that you'll choose a Jewish person. And personally, to me, it's not even about choosing someone Jewish. It's about choosing someone who's culturally compatible, which is, at the end of the day, an Israeli guy. But from what it looks like, I'm going to be single until 40 with all these Israeli dipshits that I'm dealing no. with. Stop. Maybe 37. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, thank you. You have higher hopes for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think I think you are, like, in a very unique situation, but not that unique, you know? I feel like your story is, like, there there are people that are, you know, half Persian, half Israeli. Yeah, there are so many half, like, half- I mean, yeah, like... Half white, half Persian, half Israeli, half Persian. Yeah, yeah, so many people sure. like that. Yeah, I feel like there are people like that. And I think it's just a matter of broadening your horizons. And, like, the thing in L.A. is, like, everybody dates everybody. Like, you know who you're, the person you're on a date with has probably gone out with, you know? It's almost ancestral. Know, like, really? Is it like that in New York? Um. Well, in New York... Like, I mentioned this in a previous episode. I never know who's dating who until they post their engagement photo. (laughs) It's just so secretive. Yeah. I feel like it's like that in L.A. too, but maybe because I'm not really part of any Persian scene. That's why. I don't know. Yeah, any Persian friends I have, they're very sporadic. I'm not part of one big group. It's all very, like, Yeah, same here. And they're all, like... You're my one Persian friend that I can talk to about everything. I'm like, oh, great. Well, yeah. Well, I think that's why we started this, because yeah. we're both that girl that everyone's like, I can trust you're the, you. Yeah, like, I don't. Because like, I know you're not going to tell anyone, because you don't have that many don't. Persian friends. Yeah, and we, yeah. we don't tell anyone. So, yeah, anyways. Do you have any stories that you would like to discuss that you think our listeners can, like, learn from or just even, like, get a kick out of? Um, I mean, it's more or less, like, it's just, like, a piece of advice. Is like, when your friends, like, are, are trying to, like, help you, like, with, like, anything, like, with, like, dating and, like, just, like, bettering yourself, listen to them. Know who your true friends are and, like, listen to them when they're, like, giving you advice. It's just, like, one thing I think. I think Persian girls are very, like, stoic and, like, they're, like, steadfast in the way that they think. They're very, like this is the way it's going to be and this is the way that I'm going to finish it and whatever, you know? Yeah. I think, I think, like, surround yourself with good people and surround yourself with good friends that want what's best for you and listen to them when they give you advice, you know? Like, don't hide shit, you know? Like, be open with, with the people that you, you consider your friends, I think is one thing. Like, is the most, like, important thing more than anything else. I, I agree, but I, sorry to add the but but i do notice that in some friend groups like some just like because i have family that they're in persian friend groups and like they complain about how they volunteer a lot of information and like they talk openly and then they're like other girls would just like be silent and like pretend that they don't partake in anything they're like yeah, I mean, I don't when, you, when you have people like that, like, in your circle, the one thing you can do is just, you can just, after you spill your guts, you can be like, what about you? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, no, just, like, I just have a stick up my ass. No. <laughs> you, and, then, yeah. and then from that point on, you don't tell them shit, you know? Like, that's it. Like, okay, yeah. If so they're that's... gonna be like that, like, learn the yeah. first time. If they're gonna be, you know, like, a blank slate, like... Like, it's kind of like dating somebody, you know, it's like dating somebody. Like, I don't want to force someone to be with me, kind of like what you said. Yeah. Like, I don't want to force my friend to, to speak to me about things that should be natural. Like, yeah. like how was your how was your date with the guy? Good. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, like, where did you guys go? Out to dinner. <laughs> like, if I have to pry information out of you, 
just don't like like uh, it's just not worth it anymore. Then like you're just not that person that I talk to about those things, which sucks because like it should it's it's fun to talk about you know who you go out with and like what how this guy like was and like stuff like that you know. Yeah, oh, I know there are sure. certain things like my mom is my best friend, but like also there are certain things that I don't want to talk to her about. Yeah, I think what I love about my friends is that we're almost too close like a disgusting level like (laughs) like me and one of my best friends like my basically like I was the last one out of any of my friends my close like friends like lose my virginity and like my friend one of my best friends for my 21st birthday she bought me my first vibrator and I ended up breaking it um and me and my other best friend we decided to go shopping together for new vibrators and we have matching vibrators and like we're almost like disgusting disgustingly like too open with each other like I know everything about my friends like relationships I think it's always important to have a friend that you can tell everything to because you need someone who can look at your life with like a clear vision from an outside perspective because when you're dealing with things in your own life your vision is fogged up and sometimes you make mistakes because you make decisions of, like upon like irrational ideas you have in your head. And you need to have that friend that you could tell everything to so they can tell you, no, you're acting irrationally. Like this is how you should react to something. Like I, I take so much advice from my friends and like they tell me to do the opposite of what I thought I was supposed to do. And a lot of the times when I listen to them, things turn out better for me. I agree. That's like, nice that you have them. Having my level-headed friend, like, my friend is so level-headed, like, I'm such, we're such opposites, like, I'm, like, literally the exact opposite of her, so whenever I tell her something, she really looks at it from a much more logical standpoint, and, like, she brings me back down to earth. If I didn't have her, like, to listen to the shit that I spew, like, on a daily, like, I, I would have probably, like, been, like, homeless on the floor. That's so like, funny. She really... She really keeps me. She really keeps me like level headed, and I think everyone needs at least one person. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, I'm that level headed friend to all of my friends, and I'm really shocked because well, I don't feel. Amazing. Don't they're be always like the, you're the one who keeps me in check. Like you're the one. I'm like what? I'm totally. I'm like a totally unhinged person. Yeah, but you're unhinged Why in your you? own life. But like a lot of my friends are also unhinged in their own lives. But then they keep me in check in my life, and then I do the same for them. I'm unhinged in my own life, but I keep them in check in their lives. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Like, that goes back to what you said about having that having that friend that can see it from a perspective that's like not yours because you have a million things going on in your mind, like. What if I did this, 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 this? You know, your friend just sees it the way it is. Yeah. And I think everybody needs that, especially in, like, the Persian community. I think it's important to, like, have friends and, like, talk about things that are important. Like, you know, like dating and, like, going out and, like, doing different things. And, like, mental health and, like, things like that. I think I'm going to talk about with your friends. Oh, 100%. Um... Wait, this is, this is, I don't know how to foray into this casually, but you mentioned vibrator, and we yeah. had talked about this with your friend earlier tonight, but like, what do you guys think of porn, and like, your if you have a partner, what do you think of, what do you think is like an acceptable amount of porn for them to watch or like do you this apparently Um, some people think it's cheating like what are your my opinion is because i personally do watch porn like when i'm alone with my vibrator you know doing my thing um i would never say it's cheating for someone else because listen like let's say one day when i am in a relationship my significant other isn't always going to be around to please me So when he's not, I need to please myself. And that's something I use to help me with pleasing myself. Um, The level at which I think something is cheating is, let's say it's like, you told me like there's like these video chat things. No, like guys will pay for cam girls, yeah. So I think it's... I think that's cheating. I think that's cheating because it gets to this level of where you're almost having a connection with the person and like you can either be telling them to do specific things or if you can video chat with them and talk to them. If it's getting to the point where there's like an actual connection and like you're actually like involved in it, then to me that would feel like cheating. 
But if you're just watching something that's already been recorded, I could just never tell someone else that's cheating if I personally do it myself because that would be so hypocritical of me. Yeah. But I can understand if other girls don't use porn at all and they don't watch it, then they wouldn't want their significant other doing it either. So, like, that I can understand. But as a girl who does, I could never tell someone else that they can't do it because that's just ridiculous. I I also watch, uh, I watch a fuck ton of porn. <laughs> so I am, I, like, I, like, am totally comfortable with my partner watching it. I don't think that cause, that's not the same thing as cheating. I've never really thought about the whole cam girl thing. That's a really interesting point. I've um, met really awful guys I in think, my life. I yeah. think, <laughs> I think if a guy is sending money to a cam girl and, like, she is, is obviously, like, you know, she says, I'll give you $100 if you put a finger in your ass, and she does it. Like, that's going to make me upset, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that is cheating. Because it's getting to a level where he's porn, involved. Yeah, like, he's involved. Like, he, you're sending money, or, like, you're watching, a, like, you're sending money to a girl that could be, like, you could spend that money on other things, like, you know? taking me out on a date, nah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no. I, I mean, you can, like, watch all the porn you want. Really? So, like, what I if they're, like, watching it, like, every morning? Like, you don't live so together, but he they, watches it, like, every I, morning and every uh, night. No, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, what do you think? Uh, then that's not a cheating issue. That's, no, I'm not uh, saying that's, that's a cheating another. issue. I just said, like, what do you, what do you guys think is acceptable? And, like, what are you comfortable with? I, I think, think that's. I think if you're doing it, I think it, I think if you are in a relationship with somebody, well, it depends how much you guys have sex and how how um, close you guys are. Like you like, guys in every day. If a guy would ever choose porn and masturbating over having sex with me, that's an issue. Yeah. But if I'm not with him and he's alone by himself and he's doing that, that's 100 percent fine. It's not affecting our relationship in any way. But if he were to choose that over being with me, that that would be an issue. That's something we need to discuss. Yeah, that's a psychological problem. Yeah. Like, the fact that your fantasies in your hand, you think it's better than, like, actually having sex with me, that's that's a problem. That's another hurdle we got across. It's know? a problem, and it's also so insulting. I just feel like guys who masturbate multiple times a day aren't usually as smart. Like, they're not really... I'm sorry, I know that sounds bad, but the, like, thoughtful guys that I know, and, like, I not even people that I've dated, just, like, guys that I don't even know why I've talked about this, but whatever, I'm close with all my friends, they, like, the normal ones aren't doing it, like, morning and night, and at lunch break. Oh my god, yeah, can we talk about at lunch break? Is this a real thing that guys go masturbate in the bathroom stall? You guys know it's now considered, like, a medical, like, you can actually do it, like, for as a stress reliever. Like, well, you get a, like, I personally do it as a work. stress reliever, but I wait until I get home and I'm in the privacy of my bed. I'm not doing it in the bathroom stall. Yeah, me too. I personally do, do think it relieves stress for me after a really stressful day. I'm, like, I'm happy to go home and, like, get this stress out. Do you think a lot of Persian... Do you guys know, do you guys know there's some people in this world that are Persian girls that have never had orgasms before? That makes me so sad. That well, like, it so depends sad. how old they are. If you're young, it's like, there's really no pressure. No, it's it makes really me sad that a girl wouldn't... If a guy isn't doing it for you because a guy might be selfish in bed and not caring about if you get that, and if you're not aggressive enough to tell him that he needs to care, go do it yourself. Learn you to, to do it yourself. Okay, I yeah. just, I don't know. I Well, you have a different opinion I'm not saying I have a different. I just wanted to say my experience. With I've no, I've never been able to give myself an orgasm, but I've had orgasms with my past boyfriend. But I have tried so many times. Yes, but I've told you to get the same vibrator I have because I really think (laughs) it will help you. It. I don't know. I just, like, get really bored when I'm by myself. Like, I love that. That's why I told you to turn on porn and you don't want to do it. I get so grossed out by porn. Like, I just... What porn are you watching? I've looked at all the... You know what? I send you a link to a specific video? I'm going to send you a link. We're going to send you some links. Yeah. I used to actually... Everyone shut up, okay? Can I talk about my fucked up sexuality for two minutes? (laughs) (laughs) I actually... When I I was young, when I was, like, 15, 16, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me i was watching a lot of porn and i I hadn't even kissed the guy then like i was totally like no one even looked at me then but i was watching and i was into it now when i watch porn i get so repulsed i just 
Like all I can see are these phony people performing sexuality. You're watching bad porn. I'm just telling you. I I don't know. I mean, I know how to find the good movies. Listen. I know how to find the good music. Well, I know what's good art. I feel like I can find good porn. Okay, you guys I'm, gonna think I'm send, that dumb. No, I'm gonna send you a specific video because there's one video that I watch every time because. It's just exactly what I like. You are insane. <laughs> I can't. How did we get is into this? Weird? Is this even relevant to our podcast anymore? Like, I think we went on like oh dark web tangents. But there's one specific video I watch. Okay, um, because it just meets every. There's no girl making fake noises like ah ah. There's none of that. <laughs> Neither of their faces are in it. Um. Oh, good. Very, I hate their faces. It's a very clean video that just turns me on. Yeah, I don't want to see too many details. There's like, almost no details. It's such a perfect video for me personally, and I feel like you might like it, and it might help you. This is this is an example of a friendship gone too far. <laughs> it That's just who I am. I have no boundaries in my no. friendships. I spoon my friends when we sleep. Like, I have no boundaries. That's different. Um, but I'm going to send you this porn video that I watch. Thanks. And yeah, I guess everyone DM us porn. DM Don't per- DM us porn. I'm what are you inviting people to do? Please do not DM us porn. You're, we're going to have people sending us pictures of themselves and be like, this is porn. I... Don't damn us porn. Don't okay, listen to sorry. the Okay, I don't know. I was trying to be open-minded like you guys. Okay. Okay, you took it one step too far. <laughs> um, How many Persian girls do you think masturbate? Not enough. That's for sure. Not enough. Oh, my God. Yes. Not enough. Not yes. Enough. I'm so happy you agree. Yeah. I'm one of those. <laughs> I don't know how you don't because I would be such a tense person. I am a tense bitch. I'm, I'm, that's well, why people call maybe, me a fucking bitch. Okay. I'm a so maybe go buy the vibrator. I sent you a picture of my vibrator before. You know what it looks like. You know what it's It's called the Iroha. For any of our listeners, it's are they the best vibrator. You guys are Iroha should sponsor us. I'm going to email Iroha. Please sponsor us. I've said your name like three times so far. Um, also the name of a great sushi place in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The salmon soup. Amazing. Salmon soup. No, 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 no. I know it's a salmon miso soup. Oh my god. I wish I could go have it right now. Sushi with you should go. You're in LA. You should go have the salmon. I'm going to go right now. It's go, really, go really Iroha good. Go and also buy yourself an Iroha. Also, can we talk about the fact that it's the Oscars right now? None of us are watching it. Or are you going to watch it? I literally don't care. I literally don't oh my care. God. My why, mom. Why are we edgelords? Why are we all edgelords? My mom told me. She's like, guess what? I'm like, what? She's like, the Oscars are going to be on. I'm like, wow. And she goes, are you going to watch? I'm like, no. And she's like, so why do you say wow as, as if you're like in like so enthusiastic? You're like, wow. I'm like, mom, like I'm being a sarcastic bitch. Like, <laughs> you're so mean. And my mom's like, okay, great. Thanks. Okay. Well, we're not going to watch the Oscars, but we are going to sleep. <laughs> we're, we're on Eastern Standard Timing, but yeah. I th- I had a really good conversation, and I'm yeah, really excited. I think we we had a lot of fun, and I can't wait to do this again. <laughs> I know I kind of want you on again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, this is great. I really enjoyed listening to you and like having your input. Yeah, it's so much fun. I'm really glad you guys are doing this. And yeah, if you guys ever want me to talk again, like I am here to. Speak my truth and and have all the listeners hear it. Well, this is I've learned also when people say like living my truth, that also just means being a bitch. But I love that. Oh, Whenever yeah. I'm being a bitch, I'm like, no, I'm just living my truth. <laughs> That's <laughs> the way to save yourself. Okay, it's, it's like when girls are like, oh, I can't help myself. I'm just a Scorpio. It's like, no, you're a bitch. Relax. <laughs> Oh, God. Should we... I guess we're going to have to talk about astrology at some point. Oh, my point. God, yes. At Next some point. episode. Okay. Well, Shab Bechir, everyone. Shab Bechir, girls. That's the end of episode five, season one of our podcast, Persian Girl Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram. Give us a rating. Uh, on iTunes, you can make comments. If you'd like to leave us a comment, uh, anything you want to hear about on the next episode, we'd love to hear from you guys. Please go rate us. And you can Give subscribe. Give us any rating you yeah. want, you know, whether it's one star, four yeah, stars, on, five yeah, stars. Yeah, we're open we, to whatever, honestly. We're yeah, just we just want to hear from you feedback. guys. 
Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.